Good morning, Hope Church. Happy New Year. It's really great to be with you this morning. Let's start with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this new year. We thank you for every blessing in last year. We thank you that you led us through a most difficult year. But Lord, we thank you that we know that you will be with us in this coming year. And so, Lord, we pray this morning, help us, speak to us, encourage us, Lord, and equip us for the days ahead. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, it's great to be with you on this first Sunday of 2021. We begin a new year, and at the start of every year, it feels like a clean sheet of paper. It contains no blots or marks, and we can write on it what we want. I wonder what you're going to write on this year. A great challenge for us is not to allow last year to affect this year. It would be easy to allow the difficulties of the past to dim our view of the possibilities of this year. Now we all know that we live in an instant society. What I mean by that is we tend to lack patience. We want it and we want it now. It's never here fast enough. And we all know the principle uh, of discipline and hard work. No one becomes a musical maestro overnight. No trade skill and no qualification is arrived at in a moment. Even children learn that only through years of school do they get their GCSEs. The point I'm making is that to achieve our goals, we need to do something about them. There's no point just hoping my daughter loves to play the trumpet and she's hoping to be a great trumpeter, uh, trumpeter uh, but she knows it won't happen without practice. The practice then is vital. And the practice is a preparation for where we want to be. Years ago, I read a report that demonstrated that children who knew early what they wanted to be when they were older mostly achieved it. And this was simply because they slowly and surely worked towards it. In fact, knowing where you want to be is half the battle. The other half is doing the practice. So let me ask you this morning, what are you looking to achieve in 2021? You may find that question a bit overwhelming, but I think it's an important question to ask. He that aims at nothing is surely to hit it, has been said in the past. But if you do find it overwhelming, maybe it's best to break it down into smaller parts. You could look at the different segments or areas of your life, your family, or your work, or your friends, your education, the church, your relationship with Jesus, God's call upon your life and your health. This can also become a long list, so perhaps it would be good to select the top five to ten areas. Which five to ten areas are most important to you? Now, we're all good spiritual Christians and we would say, oh, God is at the top. But I want you to be honest for a moment. Was God at the top of your life in 2020? If not, and you want him to be in the number one spot in 2021, then you need to ask yourself, what do you need to change? It's well worth taking some time to sit down and to think this through. Perhaps with pen and paper in hand, perhaps with your wife or husband or your family involved, or maybe you can talk to them once you've got it clear in your own head. 
I would strongly suggest you do this with prayer, asking God for wisdom on what to focus. Another way to ask this question about what we want to achieve this year is to ask, what do we want to be different at the end of 2021 than from the start of 2021? Bear in mind that you should only include things that you are able to help change. So the first question is asking what we want to achieve. What do we want to be different at the end of this year? And once we've prayerfully answered that question, we're ready to move ahead. This leads us to the next question. How are we going to get there? Now that we know that we're headed in a certain direction, we're looking to achieve certain things, how are we going to get there? Now this too can be overwhelming and the key again is to break it down. Many years ago, I read a book on productivity that was called How to Eat an Elephant. And the simple answer in the book was not all at once. It can help us massively to break our large goals into smaller pieces, chop them up into manageable chunks. I want to give you two examples this morning. These are uh, examples of things that I'm looking at this year, and these are examples that I think are important in the life of every believer. Example one is reading the Bible in a year. I tend to set a goal to read through the Bible every year. I've done that for many years. I've not done it in the last couple of years because I've focused on Bible meditation. But for this year, I have focused on reading through the whole Bible in a year. So the question comes, I've set my goal. I know where I'm heading. Um, how am I going to achieve this? Well, first I need to find out what this will involve. Reading the whole Bible takes about 80 hours. Now, 80 hours doesn't sound a lot, maybe two weeks worth of work just over that. Uh, if we read the Bible an hour a day, we're done in 80 days. So if we started on the 1st of January, we will have read the whole Bible through uh, on the 21st of March. However, the average person is unlikely to read the Bible an hour a day. Well, what about 30 minutes a day? That would mean we would complete the Bible on the 9th of June. This is very doable. 30 minutes a day is not insurmountable, but we probably want to read the Bible every day. So we could do that and then repeat it so we read it twice in a year. Or if we only want to read it once, we can convert those 80 hours into minutes. This would give us uh, 4,800 minutes. And if we divide those minutes uh, amongst 365 days, it means we need to read for just under a quarter of an hour a day to read through the whole Bible. That's pretty easy to do. If we made it 20 minutes a day, it would help us in case we need to miss a day here or there throughout the year. Of course, this does depend on your reading speed, so you need to adjust that, but you get the point. You could uh, download a Bible reading program if you use um, version or other versions or even just look online or look at a Christian bookshop. There are plenty of Bible reading plans. The point I'm making this morning is that it's extremely important that we plan and set goals. 
and not only plan and set them, but work out how we're going to get there. The second example this morning is about improving our prayer life. Suppose you say this year, Simon, I want to improve my prayer life. You may set yourself a target and say, I want to be praying 30 minutes every day by the end of this year. Now, doing it by saying, right, tomorrow I'm going to get up and pray for 30 minutes, you may find it discouraging because you might run out of things to pray and after two minutes give up. So how can we do this? Well, there are a couple of questions we need to ask that might help us. First, what are you going to pray about? And secondly, how can you build up to 30 minutes? The first question, what are you going to pray about, requires a bit of work. It means that you need to look around and say, how can I uh, create a list of things that people want me to pray about? Well, listen. Listen to your work colleagues, listen to your family and friends, put yourself on Hope Church's prayer text and begin to write down all of the prayer requests that come through. Believe you me that you will not get through that list in 30 minutes. Once you have your list, you just start with item one and keep praying until you've uh, hit your time uh, and then next day you pick up where you left off. This leaves us with how do we build up to 30 minutes of prayer. Now this is quite simple. I would suggest you start off praying one minute per day. Yep, you heard me correctly, one minute per day. That's doable, isn't it? You can pray for one minute today. But then over the next 30 days, you keep adding one minute on per day. So today you pray for one minute, tomorrow for two minutes, then for three minutes, until you hit your goal of 30 minutes. Now, maybe that's too steep, and so you can spread it out over two months or three months, whatever you find works for you. But the thing I want to encourage you is to focus on that. Get a list of things and start to build that up. You can also join the church's prayer meeting. We pray on a Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. on Zoom, and that will start again this week on the 5th of January. When you set your goals for this year, you do need to take into account other things that you are doing. For example, if you're going to be praying for 30 minutes a day, you might also need to remember that you might be reading the Bible for 20 minutes a day. And so already there, that gives you nearly an hour. I'm hoping though, that you see with a little thought and planning, you can achieve a great deal this year. I've also emphasized two aspects of the Christian life that I really believe are fundamental to the life of every believer in Christ. We all need to read our Bible and pray. This is fundamental in the life of a believer. If we are not reading our Bibles and praying, then we are doing ourselves spiritual harm. And I want to strongly encourage you to pursue those two things this year. If you set no other goal, set one to be praying for 30 minutes a day and another one for reading through the Bible in a whole year. But you can apply these principles to any area of your life. Be careful not to overload yourself. And I think little and often is best. Once you start to sit down and plan what you want to do, you will very quickly realize that you cannot do everything. We need to choose carefully how we spend our time. 
And I want to emphasize that the word spend is exactly the right word here. Minutes are the currency of your life. Each time you spend them, your life gets shorter. We should be extremely stingy in how we use them and not spend them just on anything because wasting time is wasting your life. That great God entertainment steals too many lives and there is little to show for it. This is why uh, I want you to determine achieving a goal and why it's so crucial. The act of planning and setting goals will help you deal with time wasters. If you want to learn an instrument, you've got to find time to do it. This means you need to do something else less. Uh, John Piper, who uh, is a pastor in a church in America, wrote this about the television. He said, TV consumes more and more time for those who get used to watching it. You start to feel like it belongs. You wonder how you could get along without it. I am jealous for my evenings. There are so many things in life I want to accomplish. I simply could not do what I do if I watched television. So we have never had a TV in 40 years of marriage, except in Germany to help learn the language, and I don't regret it. Wow, what an amazing thing. He's not saying TV is evil and TV is bad. He's saying there are things he wants to do in his life that are more important than the television, and so therefore he will not watch the television. I wonder if there are things in your life that are more important than television, and maybe watching less television would allow you to achieve those things. Let me venture so far as to say, if you spend large portions of your day watching television, playing video games and the like, then you are in desperate need of some life goals. And I would encourage you, come and talk to me. I'm available, I'm here. Come and talk to me. I'd love to help you set some godly goals this year. Now, this does raise the question about what should I set goals on? What things should I focus on this year? Many people, for example, spend a lot of time at the gym, and this does have good value. However, we can spend too much time on such pursuits. Paul said in 1 Timothy 4 verse 8, for physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. And so he's not saying don't do physical exercise, but he's saying don't overdo it. Make sure you leave time for more important things like living and becoming a godly person. I would suggest that what we spend our time on should be determined by the Bible and by the Holy Spirit. This is going to mean that we're not all going to have the same focus. Remember what the writer to the Hebrews wrote. He said, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning at shame, and sat down at the right hand of God, uh, at the right hand of the throne of God. That's Hebrews 12, 1 
to 2. Notice that he says, run with perseverance the race marked out for us. God has marked out a race for us to run. And by that I mean each one of us has a specific race to run. It's not going to be the same as other people in your family or the person you used to sit next to in church. No, God has a race that is specific for you. This should actually make our goal setting easier. We find out what God wants us to do and we spend our time doing it. This will include preparation. John the Baptist, remember, spent 30 years being prepared in the desert. Jesus also had 30 years before he started his ministry. The disciples had three years of training and even the Apostle Paul spent three years in the Arabian desert where Jesus gave him the gospel. And I believe that the year 2020 was a preparation for the church. It helped us to realign our vision, to refocus our purpose and to strip away some of the old things. It also caused us to deepen our roots. And so I do not believe that 2020 was a wasted year. Although sadly I do believe that some people may have wasted the time they were given. But even this year, while we are still in some form of social distancing, it's a great opportunity to deepen our roots. And so the final comment on this in focusing our time is that it will dovetail with our Bible reading and our prayer time. So it'll work pretty much like this, that as you begin to read your Bible and pray, through that Bible reading and prayer on a daily basis, God will begin to reveal to you the race that he's marked out for you. And you will find that there will be prompts in your reading and praying, this is what God wants you to do. And as you begin to focus your time on it, God will continue to unveil the next step and the next step and the next step. However, there's a warning here, it will take time. That means that you need to give God time you need to give time to Bible reading, give time to prayer, and also you will need to set aside time to do the things that God wants you to do. Everything begins with the throne of God. Everything begins in relationship with Jesus. Our spiritual life begins with Jesus and it ends with Jesus. Too often we allow distraction and the values of the world to determine how we spend our time, but realistically we should be setting our goals based on what Jesus says to us through the Holy Spirit, through, through Scripture. I believe the greatest lack in the church today is our lack of spending time with God. It is very sad to see statistically how little time even church leaders spend with God. So at the start of this year, I want you to think about setting aside some time to think and plan with God. Here's some great advice from the Apostle Paul. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise but as wise making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Speak to one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Sing and make music in your hearts to the Lord. Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. In the name of our Lord, Jesus Christ. We will live wise lives this year 
if we make the most of every opportunity that God gives us. We can do that and I want to encourage you to do that this year by focusing on God. Everything else will lead you to waste your life. Do what God says. Encourage other believers. Always give thanks and develop a practice of the presence of God on a daily basis. And then this year will be a most fruitful and satisfying year in your life. Let's pray. Lord, I want to thank you. Thank you for a new year. Thank you that you walk with us this year also. And Father, I pray that those whose hearts have been stirred and who uh, are seeking you saying, Lord, what should I do? Help them to build in good habits on a daily basis. I want to pray you would help every believer watching to consistently pray and read the Bible. And I want to pray that through that you would begin to speak to them, that you would reveal to them your plan for them, the race that you've marked out for them. And so, Lord, help them, lead them and guide them. And those watching today, if you want God's will for your life, but you don't know him, well, then you need to repent. You need to say, sorry, Jesus, for the sins I've committed. I'm willing to turn away from those and listen to you and to do what you ask me to do. I'm willing to read your Bible. I'm willing to talk to you every day. And if you pray that today, then you will know a new life that Jesus gives you. And so, Father, I pray, would you encourage us, would you guide us, and Father, would you equip us this year, that it would be a fruitful year, in Jesus' name, amen. If you have never asked Jesus into your life and you have done that this morning, if you said, Jesus, I want to follow you, I want to know your plan for my life, then could I encourage you to contact me? Just go to our website, click on the contact form, and send a quick email, and I will respond, and we can see how we can help you. And, you know, if you need help to all of the church, if you need help, if you get stuck with setting goals and achieving them, then that's what we're here for. Give me a buzz, send me an email, a text, and we'll get together, we'll have a conversation, and we will prayerfully together move forward so that this year becomes the best year yet. God bless you and have a really great day.